Let's get ready to barbecue! Cowboy Kev here, welcoming you to the Man Meat Barbecue Show with your host, Mikey K. Man Meat Barbecue is proudly brought to you by Fire and Smoke Barbecue, catering and seasonings. You can check them out at fireandsmokebbq.com to order up all your seasonings, or if you're in the Chicago area, check out their catering menu. Looking for an instant read thermometer but without the crazy price tag? Check out Thermapro, the best-selling, most affordable thermometers on Amazon. With the introduction of the new Thermapro TP19, you can now get your hands on an ultra-fast instant read thermometer with all the features you could want, like waterproof, two-second timing, and highly accurate. And it's even got a backlit rotating display. And it's only $24.99. And even better, if you head over to AmazonTP.com backslash manmeat, and use the code MANMEATBBQ at checkout, you'll get an extra 15% off. 15% off of $24.99. You can't beat that. Are you a caterer? Maybe you own a restaurant. Or do you just want to cook the best damn barbecue on the block? Look no further than Myron Mixon Smokers, made right here in the USA. Myron Mixon Smokers has a full line of smokers, from the H2O water smokers all the way to the barbecue pellet cookers, and everything in between. Check them out at MyronMixonSmokers.com. And don't forget to tell them Mikey K sent you. And now, please welcome your host, Mikey K. What's up, guys? So we are hanging out with Will Max BBQ. If you go on the lovely Instagram, it'll be Will Max BBQ, all one word. Make sure you spell it out. Um... His name is Billy. He's a cool dude. Uh, I can't wait to get into this chat. So let's fucking get into this barbecue podcast. Uh, Billy, I want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast, hanging out with us, and about to chat barbecue. If you can tell us a little bit more about you, that'd be fantastic. Oh, yes, sir, man. I appreciate you having me. Um, my name is Billy Rowe. I'm from Louisville, Kentucky. I've um, just kind of kind of new in the barbecue game, probably, probably three years in now, and i um, you know, I, I caught the bug bad, and I uh, just kind of been uh, been rolling with it since. And I'm, you know, I'm just kind of glad I got to connect with you on Instagram. And you know, I'm definitely looking forward to this. So now, let me ask you this question: What made you catch the bug? How did how did we how did we get bit? Yeah, for sure. Um, so probably when I was, I just really to take it back when I was a kid. I've always been into cooking in general. So. My mom, she worked third shift as a nurse, and um, you know when she'd come home during summer vacation, um, when I was off at school, she would, um, you know, she'd go to bed, and I'd kind of have a the house to myself, and I'd always gravitate towards the kitchen, and uh, started, you know, just making shit up, just started, you know, throwing together things, and um, you know, just seeing what I'd come up with, and I've always just loved cooking, and then um, as far as barbecue goes, uh, you know, it's. You, you're probably not going to like this story too much, but um, so flipping the channels one day. We started and, uh, on a pellet cooker. Well, you know, it, it was electric. It was a uh, master built. Yes, sir. Okay. A um, lot of people start with that, though. But see, you started and then you graduated away from it. Yes, sir. You evolve. It's, um, you know, definitely a gateway drug. Um, you know, the uh, the electric was. And, you know, the, the way I kind of found out about, you know, cooking with uh, fire and and cooking, um, you know, maintaining temperature is, you know, I'm looking on YouTube for ways to, you know, prep ribs or, you know, new recipes and things like that. And I, you know, I start seeing all these different smokers and people doing different things with it. And, um, I was like, you know, you know, I, I'm sitting out here with this 
easy bake oven and I could, you know, really challenge myself and, uh, you know, get into some, uh, get into some indirect, indirect cooking. So, uh, got a, it's called a river grill. It's about, that's like a four foot grill charcoal. And I started messing around with that. It has, you know, the daisy wheel, uh, intakes to adjust temperatures and things like that. And, uh, you know, I've, I kind of started dialing that in and now I've got the, um, it's called a, uh, it's called a commander. It's from a uh, charbroil and, um, it's kind of like a Kamado style grill and yep. I love that thing, man. It, um, you know, you throw, you throw some charcoal in there, throw your wood on there and you, you adjust your temps and you kind of babysit it. And it's, I love it, man. There's nothing like it. It's not too babysitting though. It, no, no, it, no. It's not. And, um, I got some real big shit on a form uh, the other day, and I'm going to bring this up. And if you're in that form um, and you gave me shit, you can go fuck yourself. Um, for those those people who kind of had my back, thank you so much. Um, and I won't call anybody out in the sense of name-wise, but <clears throat> I got I got this this into it. Um, somebody was they, – they posted that they were having problems controlling their temperature on a – oh, my God – a Traeger, yes, and and it didn't have anything to do with the fact that they had a Traeger that that I I, I made this comment, but he said, you know, I'm having a lot of time, a lot of problems controlling temperature on it, and I was, he's like, I'm wondering if anybody else is having this problem. Also, I'm having, he's like, I'm also thinking about maybe getting a different cooker. Guys, give us one second. We are experiencing a little bit of a disconnect. Billy, we got you. Yes, sir. Perfect, perfect. Sometimes the Hello? internet goes crazy. Um, so basically, what what he said is we are we're thinking. He's like, I'm also thinking about maybe getting another or different cooker. So my comment was, get something that you're not going to plug in and you're not going to have that problem. Yeah, so no doubt. Right away, I get fucking just tons of messages, tons of comments on my on my feed going. I'm sick of all of you fucking stick burner guys telling us not to get, not to have this. And I'm like, never did I say go buy a stick burner. Never right. did I say that, you know, I didn't say anything mean. I, I, I was just like, literally, dude, you're relying 110% on a dial knob to control your temperature. Right. And that's, that's my whole thing, man. I, I you know, I, I gotta be challenged. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a football coach as well. And, you know, I just, I love, you know, I challenge my players, you know, to, to do better. And, um, and it just, to me, I just, that, that was the next logical step is to, you know, just really get into it. And, you know, you do, you, you want to, you want to plug in your pellet grill. That's fine. You know, they no worries. Like spaceships. I heard one run the other day for the first time. Those things oh, sound really? like spaceships. <laughs> well, you know, that, I, that would be a first for me. <laughs> Like they sound, they're like all like crazy. And I'm just like, and I wasn't like trying to, you know, I like, I like your story that you're like, listen, I started with a master bill. I started with gas. And then I started realizing like, you're not, you're not going to get the flavor out of gas. You're not going to get the flavor out of gas. And you're also not going to get the flavor out of pellets. I'm sorry. I don't care who you are. I don't care who fucking tells me how many times I've eaten, I've eaten stuff off both. I have eaten food off of Traeger's. I've eaten food off of Yoder's. I've eaten food off of um a bunch of different pellet cookers so that I can't so I can say this I don't get the flavor that I get off of real wood I just don't and I don't get and even when you when you go down to even lump charcoal 
you get more flavor out of lump charcoal than you do out of those pellets. Oh no, no doubt. It was it was night and day when I pulled when I pulled my first rack of ribs off of the commander uh, versus you know w the way I've been doing it. I mean, it I, I'm not going back, dude. It's um it's like a you know like you said the flavor it just it's not there with you know with your electric and your in your pellets, but. You know, you know, I just kind of, you know, I got plenty of friends that, you know, have that kind of, you know, thing. And I just kind of, you know, I hope they evolve and, you know, kind of kind of challenge themselves. You know, that was the main thing for me. And, you know, I hope they kind of see things that way one day. But, you know, you do you. That's that's, you know, that's about my big theme, you know. And and that's the thing, like I, I you know, whatever you want to do, but I'm just saying, like, you know, change the game a little bit. and you know they were just like going crazy at me and they're like because you want everyone nobody has time for a stick runner and i'm like dude there's a lot of cookers out there in the world that you don't have to plug in and then then i just started like listing them all off and one of the guys goes well not all of us want to spend that much money i'm like awesome weber smoky mountain all right no doubt pit barrel pit barrel 300 bucks yeah. 2.99 deliver to your fucking door Right, that that is my next go-to. Uh, I really want one. You know what? I re you, I really want an Oklahoma Joe Barrel. I'm gonna oh, get, yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. get yelled at for that. I'm sure that people are like, "What? Why the? F I don't know why. I think they look cool. I have a couple friends that cook on them. They say that they do fucking really good, and I just really want one." <laughs> right now, can you hang ribs? You can, yeah. Oh hell yeah! That yeah, I I would uh I'd probably take a look at that as well. Yeah, um, you know, it's it, it's just a different kind of cooker, and I I uh, I don't have any barrels um, that I that I use currently, and it's just something that I kind of want to play with. I think I think it's like insane how um, how we we decide like we get all these toys basically, and then we're like, okay, cool, but I want something else. <laughs> oh, dude. Blackstone. I mean, dude, I, I'm dude, black. Do you have, you don't have a Blackstone yet, do you? No, you're no. Gonna need, you're gonna need to go get one. Crazy. I definitely want to add that to the arsenal. No doubt. It, it's just. So you have one? Yes. Sweet. So we we I actually use it commercially. Um, I use it on the commercial side of my business, and um, we we just fucking love it, dude. It, it just you can do. You can crank out smash burgers. You can uh, do sausage on it if you want to just add a little bit of a, a crunch to that, a little bit more of a sear, some sear marks onto it. Um, we just use it for a lot of different things, and I'm very happy with it. Uh, I also got it for an amazing deal. Uh, there was a guy that uh, bought two of them because he thought he'd need two for a party and ended up not using both. And he left it in the box, and as most humans in the world do, they procrastinate. Mm -hmm. And he procrastinated, procrastinated for a couple months, and realized he's like, "Shit, I've had this thing for six months in my garage, and I don't think the store is going to take it back." <laughs> and oh, he was, dude, that so, was that was definitely meant to be right there for so you. So he just threw it up, you know, threw it up on Facebook Marketplace, and I saw it, and I was like, "Hey, bro." When can we meet? <laughs> right, that's awesome. And he was like, "Uh, today, if you're if you're available, I'm like, yep, perfect." 
I'll take it off your hands. And I mean, he he took a picture of, of the one that he had and he's like, it's brand new, blah, blah, blah. But I figured it was like fully assembled in the sense. And he like pulls up and he's like, pulls up, opens like, he pulled up in a minivan and pulled, opens it up and it's brand new in the box. Wow. He didn't even take it out of the box yet. And I was like, oh, so this is brand new in box. He's like, yeah, didn't you read the ad? And I was like, no, I just read brand new. I figured, you know, you just didn't, I, I figured like you used it a couple times and you just weren't, weren't happy with it or you weren't, you know, you weren't into it or, you know, whatever. And he's like, no, he's like, I just don't, it's brand new in the box. And I was like, perfect. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> that shit, that's like, I, I'll, I'll never walk into a deal like that, but you know, maybe I need to look around. <laughs> you know what? I always say that. I always see a bunch of my buddies getting big green eggs for, like, dirt cheap. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. You know what I mean? But they're never, like, within driving distance of my life. Yeah. Right. There was – there. It, it, whenever I see them up here, um, they're always asking for, like, 10% over, like, sale price. Oh, wow. <laughs> and I'm like, you do know that's not how – like, I know how much that thing costs. And most dealers are selling it for cheaper, brand new than you are that's like two years old and they're like well and i'm like no no no. there's no well <laughs> like, <laughs> i don't need you to season it for me bro <laughs> like, right they're just hoping that somebody comes by that doesn't know that and i think you know, a, i think a lot of it is like because people know that kamados tend to be a little bit more expensive and right. they just look at it, they're like oh well yeah that's expensive maybe this is the cheaper way to go like getting a used one and it's like it's like man you could totally <laughs> like screw somebody up like it's for sure so mean yeah <laughs> yeah it's like that everywhere, everywhere i guess yeah i just i'm not a i'm not a big fan of people that do that you know what i mean no no, no just uh just keep it honest and uh karma kind of stick by your side Ka karma kind of comes back and bites you sometimes when you do exactly when you when you fuck with people yep <laughs> exactly no doubt oh uh. So you started cooking on the electric smoker. You moved over to the charbroil. Uh, what made you go? What made you go to like the charbroil Kamado style? Was did you want to go to a Kamado style, or was that just kind of like you know what what drew you to that smoker or cooker? Uh, well, because it does I more did, than just my buddy. Uh, buddy at work uh, has a big green egg, and that's that's kind of where it's uh, kind of what I wanted, but uh, just it wasn't going to work out. Um, I kind of ran out of favors from the wife, you know? Um, so kind of looking around at that You got to ask for forgiveness. You know, that's actually a really good point. I may, after, after we get done here, shit, I may, uh, <laughs> I may go get on the marketplace myself, but you know, um, you, you got, you ask for forgiveness. You never ask for permission. Um, you just literally say, you know what? Or you just put it back there. Here's what you do. You put it in the backyard, and you see if she notices. <laughs> right, right. It's like her buying another pair of shoes. You know what I mean? We never really notice. Oh, right. Hey, <laughs> you are talking a lot of sense right now. <laughs> I like that. Everyone that's yeah, listening to um, it is like, this would know, not work. <laughs> right. But uh, no, nah, I just... Um, you know, I knew... I've had plenty of uh, food off of a green, you know, green egg, and I just... Uh, I just kind of wanted to, at least if I couldn't get that, I wanted to get something like that. And, uh, I've, uh, I love this thing, man. It, uh, it holds heat like a champ. It, 
it's it's easy to dial in. And once you dial it in, um, I know I said you got to babysit it, but I mean, like you said, it's not really, you know, like you don't have to sit there, you know, with it. I can go in the house, get a beer or whatever. And, yep. you know, I can maintain my temps pretty good with it. And it's been, it's been nonstop dude with it. I, it, it's a powerhouse. Dude. I love it. And it's not, it's not like, it's not like a stick burner where you got to throw another stick in every about half an hour to 45 minutes. Um, yeah. And then once you start getting into cold, cold temperatures, which you guys don't get super cold down there. Um, nah. you, you really got a baby, a stick burner when it, when it starts getting cold. Oh, I can only imagine, dude. That's a uh, no. We're we're probably during the winter. I mean, sometimes we'll get in the teens, but you know, we're we're in the twenties uh, on a bad day, so it's not you know it's not too bad down here. Yeah, you guys you guys are doing okay. Right, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no uh, negative three uh, th- cooks in my future. I don't think. Oh, dude, I, don't I mean, I, I know that we will be doing this. Uh, keep an eye out on our Instagram for this. We will be doing another polar barbecue this year up in Wisconsin uh, with my buddy, uh, the Big Blue Egg. Um, it's something that we just like doing. Um, I think we're just messed up in the head a little bit. <laughs> uh, it, you know, there's just something about when it gets really, really cold that makes me want to cook. No, oh, yeah. That's you know uh... what I mean? It's like... Hey, it's going to be negative 25 tomorrow. Cool. Let's do beef ribs. <laughs> oh man. I don't, I don't know if I take it to that extreme. You know, I do like the cold weather, but, um, Hey, you're, Hey, you're on that level, man. I don't know. <laughs> it's, you know, I don't know what it is. It's like, I don't, yeah, I feel like they cook better. And I huh. don't know if there's, if there's somebody, if there's a scientist out there that, that would love to help us out, that would be fantastic. But I don't know if it's something maybe with that cold air intake and the way that it just kind of goes in and then it heats up through the coal. I'm not sure, but I feel like my cookers tend to cook better in the cold. So what did you cook on the first Polar? Uh, the, the first Polar barbecue that I did with him, uh, <clears throat> I did my um, – I smoked a uh, – Let's see, what did I, I, I did potato skins, I did smoked potato skins. Okay. Um, and then we did, uh, I think we did wings. This was, we had a bunch of dudes cooking, so there, there was a bunch of stuff coming off the grill. There were, there was some tri-tip out there, there was salmon, there was, there was a bunch of stuff. I mean, people were doing cheese curds. It was almost kind of like an egg fest, because it was all big green eggs that we set up. And a bunch of people were cooking a bunch of stuff. And then I also did my grilled cheese bites. So what I do well, what I do for my grilled cheese bites is basically what I do is I take chicken soup, or not chicken soup, I'm sorry. I take tomato soup and I freeze it. But I freeze cheddar cheese blocks inside of it. So I get like ice cube trays, right? Right. And I put tomato soup with cheddar cheese inside of it freeze it completely and then i take like bread i just take dough and i wrap it around and then i throw it into the smoker so as that bread bakes the inside melts man right so as you take that bite it's basically supposed to be like a grilled cheese and tomato soup sandwich, like tomato soup all in one bite. Yeah, dude, I'm, man, I am a soup head. Um, <laughs> I, 
you know, you talk about death row meals, man, it would be, you know, for me, it would be some kind of stew or some kind of hearty. Oh, man, I love it, dude. Chili, all that. I Big, big soup head over here, man. That sounds awesome. It, it's just, it works so well for that. Um, and everyone, everyone was like, they were like, dude, this is awesome. Just because it's kind of a little bit more creative um, coming out, you know. And especially in the cold, cold weather. I think we had negative, I think it was negative four that day when we, when Paul went to go light the eggs, he said it was like negative eight. Dude, like what adjustments like do you make? Cause you know, do, I mean, are you spritzing anything? Are you opening the, the egg? I mean, I'm, I'm leaving I, that I egg closed imagine, as much as possible. Yeah, no doubt. That's, that's wow. I that's don't, just... I don't want to open that egg at all. Um, I am allowing that fire to be a little bit bigger um just because there's so much that cold air intake is so, it, it takes more to you know heat that air up oh yeah it, it, just like anything you know i mean air that's sitting at 80 degrees is gonna be a lot easier to get to 225 than it is you know air that's sitting at negative four <laughs> right you also go so, through a little bit more fuel damn that's I, is that something you got you guys are going to try to live stream or kind of document and and post or i'm sure we will that, that would be cool to see i'm sure we're gonna we're gonna be there'll, there'll be a bunch of people you know instagramming and facebooking and whatever we're gonna try putting out as much press behind it as we can getting some people getting some people behind it and getting some people cooking uh the first one we did have uh he he was a brew city egger at the time but now he is title town egger uh chris up in green bay dude's a fantastic egg guy uh, he came down, he was doing tri-tip sandwiches, um, or t like tri-tip crustinis, which were fantastic. And he cooked something else. And I just, I can't remember for the life of me what else was there or what, what he did. Um, but everything we're doing is pretty hearty meals. You know what I mean? Like pretty hearty samples in the sense that it, it's cold. <laughs> So, right, 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 right. We're, try, we're trying to give you a little, give you, give you a little bit of warmth. <laughs> right, right. You're not doing it just to do it. You're, you're doing it. You know, the payoff is there. So yeah, man, that sounds, whew, that's extreme, man. I, I got hats off to you. We, you know, but it's so much fun. Right. And when you're moving around and you're cooking, it's cold, but it ain't like as long as you're moving. You're not sure. thinking about it. You know what I mean? You're like, okay, oh, cool. Yeah. I gotta move this here. I gotta move that there. Uh, um, this is happening here. This is happening there. Let's move it. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. And I think like, as you keep going, you're just like, oh, well, it's cold, but it's not that bad. Right. It's just your mind, dude. Your mind gets focused on something and you know, you can, you can kind of channel that cold out. Yeah. Sometimes. That is cool. <laughs> that is really cool, man. But once you stop moving, then you're like, okay, shit. Yeah. <laughs> Reality <laughs> hits. And you, of course, you know, the people that come out, I think those are really the crazy ones. No, no doubt. The cooker, I mean, the guys that are cooking, I mean, we're just, we're going to cook. But it, it's the two people that are like, hey, we're just going to come hang out. It's like, dude, what is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but that's the cool thing. Uh, we do it at uh, an Ace Hardware store that uh, Paul actually works at. And, you know, people go inside, they hang out. We We bring samples inside so that nobody has to be outside the whole time. Or no one has to really sample outside. Also, the samples tend to get cold really, really fast. So we right, <laughs> bring right. them inside so that they don't freeze. Uh, but it, it's just so much fun. And so it, it's this cool 
cool like family feel of being like cool this is what we're doing and we're feeding a bunch of people and it's cold but we're gonna have a good time yeah no doubt and it goes right into that you know right into that theme of challenging yourself you know hell if you can do it if you can do what you're doing in negative four whatever weather shit you know it's skies you know it's a uh, it's easy from there you know that's true you know what i mean it it, it starts to become that like well what do you get you're you're doing it in this cold weather yep oh, okay it's not that bad once it's 60, 70 degrees. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hell yeah, dude. That's, yeah. That's light work. <laughs> yeah. You, I mean, it becomes, you know, it becomes not that hard. Not not to mention, like, you get, like, um, rain. Rain's not that bad to cook in. I know a lot of people, like, freak out about rain, but rain's not mm-hmm. that bad to cook in. No, I'm not. Yeah, I don't, I don't, it don't bother me. I, I'd almost rather uh, cook in a little bit cooler, you know, weather like that. Even if it is raining, then, you know, the dead of summer just, the sun's leaning on you and you're, uh, I don't know. I just, I kind of like the, uh, I, I definitely like the cold, not, not as cold as you're, you, you know, you're talking, but you know, I definitely prefer the cold weather over why the, not? you don't, you don't want to come down. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, that's why I asked about if it was going to be streamed somewhere so I can sit here in the <laughs> <laughs> comfort of my home. <laughs> is it, is it going to be streamed? Cause you know what? I don't really actually want to come to it, but I want to watch it. Right. Is right. Some... <laughs> it's like watching a car wreck, you know, you kind of <laughs> definitely keeps your attention. It, it, you know, it, it's just amazing. And it, it's amazing that people actually want to, want to let us do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, Hey, and there's another, um, uh, green a guys, uh, Corey, I mean, you've had him on the show, the, uh, barbecue Buddha. Uh, yeah. Prince he's right Buddha. by you. I was going to ask you. Dude, he's from got... Louisville. Yeah. Dude, I've reached out to him before and man, hell of a dude. He's a good dude, man. Um, Shit, I bet that'd be something right up his alley as well. Chris is a great dude. Um, he's a little insane like the rest of us. <laughs> right. Uh, he he really is, and he is. He's right. He's right in Louisville with you right now, uh, or now he is at least. He was, I believe, he came from. Uh, and Chris, if you're listening, sorry if I butcher where you're from. I think he was in Maryland originally, but I I could be wrong. I'm probably, or maybe he was Virginia. Sorry, Chris. Uh, I still love you. You're from I know he's a Washington fan, so maybe he was. No, yeah, I don't know where he's where he was from, but um, he's such a good dude. Great. He's on the Big Green Egg team. I know that, and um, you know he's he's posting some killer killer recipe photos or killer recipe stuff, like doing the whole like learning to cook by feel, which I think is so important because so many people really do learn to cook that way. And it's such a hard way to teach. <clears throat> it's really the way that I cook also is eventually you don't go by a recipe. And most, most people that actually cook and become really good at cooking, they, they use recipes as guidelines and maybe for inspiration, but I don't really see most people using recipes as, you know, the Bible or the tell all where it's like, no, the recipe says this, this, and this. And I was having a discussion with somebody the other day, you know, people that are like, does anyone have a recipe for whatever without this? And I was like, just take that out of the recipe. They're right. And they're like, <laughs> but, but, but what do you mean? Won't it change the whole recipe? Yeah, it won't taste like the item that you don't like. Imagine that. <laughs> the rest of the flavors will all be there. <laughs> like, right. I think yeah, somebody like, said- I, you know, I got just an example of that, man. Um, I've watched a uh, video that uh, Chris posted, and 
I don't know what it's called to save my life, but it's it's this metal plate and it's got a rod like welded in the middle, and you kind of um, like oh. the El, pa- El Pastor. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you stack them. You know, you stack. Uh, he was stacking chicken thighs, and um, he threw yep. it in the uh, he threw it in a smoker and it made chicken tacos out of it. And you know, I don't I didn't have one of those, so I took a pineapple. Cut it in half, threw some uh, wooden dowels, um, you know, wooden skewers in there, and I did kind of the same thing. And um, ah, shit, it was a, it was a, it was really good, man. Uh, chicken thigh tacos, smoked. Dude, Can't chicken beat. tacos. It's hard to beat any tacos. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. And chicken thighs, chicken thighs as a as a as a whole. It, it just makes your life so much easier. They they cook. I, I, I personally like chicken thighs better than almost anything else on the chicken. Uh, they hold their moisture because they're dark meat. Um, I feel like I get a better cook out of them. And I, they, I feel like I get better flavor out of them, too. Right, and it's the same thing. Like with the um, – I, I won't go back to breast now that, that I've kind of been in, you know, I guess the barbecue community or whatever. And, um, you know, that's what they're using. They're using thighs, and I can see why, dude. It's just – they're super tender. They're, you know, they're easy to cook, and I, I like them way better than I do breasts now. The only thing that I will use, uh, that I will use breasts for, is I will actually use breasts for um, when I make my chicken burgers. Which I know everyone's like, "What do you mean? Why would you use the breasts for the chicken burgers? They're gonna dry yeah. out." Well, the way that I do my chicken burgers is I actually. Um, I mix it with pork belly, so no, they will not dry out. Wow, <laughs> that is rad, man. And you know actually, I mean? that's, um, they ain't gonna I, dry out. I promise. You, what's up? They ain't gonna dry out. No, yeah, no, not with pork belly. I've uh, I've recently discovered pork belly, and the it's man, I I've only cooked like maybe now nah, maybe about three or four of them, but just the the burnings, the even shredded. Man, oh, I love that shit, man. I love it. Now, do you do you follow Harry Sue at all? Yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, the brisket, right? Is yeah, that what you're when hearing? he cooked oh, it like oh a brisket. God. Yeah, I haven't done it yet. I want to. I just haven't had the time to to do it. But I really want to cook it like a brisket. I just I think it's so cool the way he did that. Like he's like, and then yeah, oh my gosh, it, I, and then it's yeah. just here you go, and it looked so good. And I was like, that looks fucking phenomenal. Yeah, no, no doubt. I would, yeah, I definitely want to try that as well. Um, I like, I like Harry Sue. Just uh, shit, everything he does, dude. It's he's a, he's the man. He, he is a, he breaks it down. And if you ever get a chance to have a conversation with him, um, or if you ever get the chance to talk with him, give him, you know, a few questions. The, the amount of information that he will give in such a short period of time is just mind-blowing you literally sit there and you're just like okay cool i know nothing about my craft i don't know anything of what you just said like i am now i i am now a novice and it's like i've been talking to you for 37 seconds (laughs) (laughs) like why do you do this to me right that's a guru right there he he definitely is I, i had the chance of being uh teaching a class alongside of him and, you know, he, we were sitting on a panel together and I answered a question, he answered a question. And then one of my, 
uh, my buddy Tony from Historic Barbecue was going. I believe he was going next. And right before he started talking, like, you know, Harry Sue finished. And I go, well, I'm glad that I went before him. <laughs> <laughs> and, ev- like, everyone in the room just died laughing. Right. Because it was just like, okay, you just gave so much information that <laughs> anyone that goes no. after you, like, has nothing to cover. Yeah, no, that's a... Uh... Yeah, you don't want to follow that for sure. So we were all like, who who wants to follow Harry after right. that? Like, nobody. <laughs> Man. But, it, I mean, it was all, it's all in good fun. You know, we're all, we're, you know. Oh, oh you know, and I'm, I'm sure, hell, I'm sure he learns, you know, every day too, just like oh, the rest yeah. of us, you know. He definitely does. And he's very, he, I mean, he is super humble in that in that sense of the way where he's like, you know, every day I try to learn something. And, you know, it's like if, he's like, if I don't learn something that day, he's like, was it really a good day? You huh. know, and it's like, yeah. damn. It's a pretty good perspective. I like it. Yeah. He's like, you know, he's just, he's a great dude. And, man, he knows his barbecue. He knows his shit. Yeah. I, he really does. Very cool. So what are what are kind of the next steps for you in, the, in your barbecue journey? What do you kind of see yourself uh, – striving for well so as much as i as much as i like cooking barbecue um you know as much as i love cooking barbecue my favorite thing is actually it sounds kind of weird but my favorite thing is actually watching people eat my barbecue that's not weird at all dude that is not weird at all just to see uh yeah i mean just to see like you know their face light up or you know, I'll get a text message about, you know, some food I dropped off and, you know, hey, you know, it's better than the restaurants. You know, I love it. it dude, I'm just I'm kind of chasing that high right now. And um, I I, uh, I kind of want to like maybe slowly, very slowly get into the catering, catering side of things. Um, you know, that, that's you wish for. No, oh, no. Right. Right. And that's, and you know, that's kind of how we linked up. You know, I reached out to you and, um, you know, I do appreciate the time you took to answer, you know, absolutely. even though they pray stupid questions, but <laughs> no, absolutely. I'm always there for anyone, anyone that ever has questions, you know, I'm always trying to answer as many as I possibly can. Um, and it, it's so funny. Like I'll have people that will reach out and I'm like, yeah, let, let's chat. And they're like, no, I don't want to take up your time. I'm like, no, what questions do you have? Cause it's, you're, you literally have questions, obviously, you know what I mean? So let, let's answer them. <laughs> right. Yeah, no doubt. And, um, and that's kind of where I'm at with it. I'm, I got kind of dialing in everything, trying to get more consistent cooks and, um, you know, trying to get, get the, get the recipes dialed in, um, doing a ton of research on, you know, the license here in, in my state, you know, the things you need to actually get it rolling, um, you know, price points of, you know, people around me seeing what they're charging, seeing what I could charge versus what what I spend, and uh, just kind of slowly building up to, um, you know, to maybe just doing like a little side gig. You know, you know where where it really is. What's really tricky about that game is, you know, pe- people will be like, "Oh man, I can't afford to cook it for this." The way that a lot of these dudes are able to cook and, and kind of get prices a little bit lower is the fact that we're going through mass quantity. You know what I mean? It It's not, you know, you're, you're not selling one plate of pulled pork. You know what I mean? You're selling five shoulders. So then, you know, that price point kind of gets to go, get, gets hit, hit down a little bit if you're, you know, not <coughs> relying on just, you know, that small quantity. Right, so kind of remember that. Yeah, no doubt. But I mean, there are 
and I, I'm not sure, obviously, the laws down down by you. I know I know some of the laws up here. I, I mean, I know a lot of them, but I'm not going to get into a crazy amount of it. But it, it, it really does, you know, there are some crazy, some crazy laws and they really do, you know, they, they kind of hurt sometimes and they're hard. Yeah. Can you imagine California live, trying to do that in California? They're, California they've got a laws shit are ton of regulations, dude. Yeah. They're just dumb. Um, <laughs> and I say that in the nicest way possible, but they are dumb on some of their laws in the sense of like they they're they're saying that they want to get rid of charcoal grilling completely right right i heard that and i'm like really why exactly and it's like oh well it's just not safe it's like what do you what do you mean it's not safe like when my charcoal cooker's off nothing like you could hit it with a truck and nothing will happen to it. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. you go hit a propane tank with a truck and see what happens. Right. I guarantee you it's going to look a little different than hitting a charcoal cooker with a truck. Yeah, no, no doubt. It's You may or may not blow up. <laughs> yeah. I just, I guess they got to get in their, the lawmakers' ears and, uh, you know, maybe take them to school. That's, you know, maybe that's what it's going to take. I mean, I don't know if you, we just got to break off, like, let's break that state off. <laughs> <laughs> let's call it a day. <laughs> um, um, you know, I will say there's a lot of good dudes out there uh, that are doing some killer shit out in Cali. Um, I got some boys out there that are, are, are really doing some killer barbecue, though. There, there are some killer stick burners out there. And that's the other hard thing. A lot of these guys that want to open restaurants, um... Depending on the city you're in, you cannot use a stick burner. It must be gas assist. Um, it you know they just can't do it. They can't do traditional stick burners, and that I I mean I think that affects them a lot. And there's there's a very big underground scene that's kind of growing in California because of that. You know what I mean? It's this you know the underground pop up barbecues. Yeah, I don't know if. Um... Oh, it's uh, Roger Mookin. It's on the Cook Chan Cooking Channel. Uh, yeah, I think it's like Man Fire Food or something yep. like that. So he uh, and actually it just popped in my head because I was watching it recently. But there is a, a couple in California actually that uh runs a stick burner out of their backyard, and they do I guess I guess a pop up every weekend in their backyard, and yep. that, that thing has taken off. And, yeah, uh, I mean that's how Trudy's backyard barbecue started. Um, and and he he was probably one of the one of the forefront runners of of doing you know the backyard pop-ups he would he would text out the location it was like literally it was a full-on like speakeasy barbecue oh dude, that's an experience right there so like if you didn't get that text guess what you ain't going <laughs> you know what i mean oh yeah no i mean it's uh just a some of the stuff they're cranking out there, just you know, watching it is just, yeah, they're they 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 know what they're doing out there, no doubt. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they are doing, they're doing some killer barbecue out there. Mega Texas out out in California, that dude, that dude's killing the game. Um, he's doing some killer barbecue. There's just there's a lot of good dudes out there, and there's a lot of good chicks out there too, like Barbecue Queen, 
Um, they're all they're doing some they're doing some killer barbecue. They yeah, really are. I mean, in uh, I mean, people, you know, I mean, every it's it's everywhere, dude. It's like you know, Canada. Yeah. There's you know, they're getting down there. They're doing their thing. It's uh, I mean, everywhere it seems like you know, there's they've got you know, everybody's got their own style, and it a lot of it looks looks pretty damn good for sure. Yeah, it it, it it's crazy. I mean, barbecue is just growing. It, it's a family, and it's growing, and it's and the more people that barbecue, the better. Uh, that's how I feel. No, oh, yeah, no doubt. It's a uh... Yeah, I've uh, it's a conversation starter for sure. I mean, you tell someone, you know, hey, you know, I do barbecue. They you kind of perk up, and you know, you could talk for hours about it. You know, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I do know. <laughs> uh, well, uh, yeah, imagine that. Yeah, I got. I would imagine. <laughs> I w- I will say it's it's one of those things, man. You say you you cook barbecue, and uh, either it's one it goes one of two ways. Um, for me, it's either people start asking me what I cook on, and what I do, uh, or it's, they start telling me about their cooking either way, either way is fine with me. Like it's, it's fantastic. It's like, Oh, you cook barbecue. Yeah. I cook a lot of barbecue. Oh, fantastic. So do I. And then they start telling you like, I have this cooker at home and I grill this and my favorite thing is to do this and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, uh, yeah, like, uh, and then they look at you and they're like, well, what's, what are your favorites? And you're like, you just listed almost all of them. So you know like right yeah and that's the thing man like that's the other thing that kind of I, I love about this uh i guess um, lifestyle is uh just everybody is approachable like uh i've not i've not met really i mean i'm sure they're out there but i've not really met one you know asshole you know honestly um everybody's been you know if i had a question they're they're more than willing to you know to help out and and you know walk me through their process and I, you know, I try to return the favor when I can, but it's just like the, the people involved in this thing, man, is just, it's crazy. You know, I've never understood, excuse me about that. Uh, I've never understood when somebody like holds a recipe or is like, no, I can't tell you like how I did that. Why? To me, I don't understand that because I don't understand it for two reasons. A, they're not going to cook like you. It doesn't matter. I don't care if you give, if I give you my exact recipe, it might come close, but it won't be the same. No, no. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's everybody's got their own style. Uh, the hell the, the proteins are, you know, they may be the same protein, but you know, they're, they've got their differences. You know, oh, I can absolutely. Definitely see. They yeah. all come off different animals. You know what I mean? And they, mm-hmm. they, dude, one, sometimes one cow tastes better than the other. They really do. You know what I mean? It's just, it just happens. No, yeah, for sure. I mean, um, hell, uh, I've I've asked uh, Mo Kason, you know, about something that he did on his ribs, and you know, he was he was more than more than willing to share and tell me exactly how he did it, and I, I just thought that was really cool of him. Yeah, because I mean, look at it this way: you're not gonna, you're not gonna outcook him. You know what I no. mean? Like, right? He's gonna cook. And he's, it just, it, it's the time, the knowledge that we've all put into it. So anyone that's like, oh, well, you know, I just don't want them to copy. No one's copying. Nothing's, nothing's original. Everything's a copy of a copy. So it doesn't matter. Right. You and that's, I mean? that's my whole thing. I always just try to put my own spin on it. Like, like you said, yeah. at the beginning, you know, you, you get a recipe. Yeah. It's, it's, it's more of a guideline. Like you said, man, it's, uh, 
because I, I just I love putting my own spin on stuff. That's that's my that's my thing. I, I don't try to carbon copy anything. And I mean, that's always the best thing. Like I'll, I'll look at something and I go, cool. How do I make it? You know, how do I make it mine? You know, how do I make these pork pork belly burn ends a little bit different? How do I? You know, unfortunately, with a pork shoulder, it's like you can't really you can't really do much different. But you know what I mean? Like, how do how do I make something a little different? Right. Yeah, and that's um, like we had a um, I I did a pork belly, and I'd kind of saw a recipe. Guy did pork belly two ways. He sliced it and shredded it and so you know what i'm gonna do it three ways i'm gonna i'm gonna slice it shred it and then i'm gonna top the slider off with a uh you know a pork belly burn in so you know i just everything i get i just i try to do something a little bit different yeah you you just kind of let let it kind of take you in its own direction exactly and that's usually one of the best things you can do is let it take you in its own direction and let it show you the light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely. It definitely, um, it brings out your creative side for sure. I mean, that's, that's one of the things that I love about Instagram. You know what I mean? There's so much, there's so much creativity on it. You can kind of go there for inspiration. You can, you know, you can type in some type something in and you can start looking at stuff like, you know, that I, I was, you know, doing burgers a long time ago and I was just like, man, I'm kind of sick of just the regular beef burger. What else can we do? And I, I, I do my chicken burgers now every once in a while when I'm like, ah, I feel like, you know, having a little bit different of a burger. And the, the crazy thing is they hit so hard with people. Like I make my chicken burgers for people and they're like, never thought about making a chicken burger. And I'm like, why not? Actually, I haven't thought about it until you uh, just mentioned it. <laughs> but it's like, well, why not? What's the difference? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think a lot of people just think chicken. They're like, it's going to dry out, whatever. It's like, yeah, not if you put bacon in it. <laughs> oh, okay. That's that is that's a that's next level. I'm going to definitely have to uh, have to grab a recipe or something for it. Try dude, that out, dude. I just take chicken breast and I take bacon and I grind it together. And it's it, it's simple. It stays moist. It stays juicy. You season it up really, really well. Um, and that's all you got to do. And, it, you know, you create that patty and then throw it on the cooker and let it, you know, cook it just kind of like a burger. Don't cook it medium. Uh, you will want to make these well done. But, you know, right. it, it, it's just it, it tastes good. And, um, I actually prefer to do them kind of on cast iron now almost because I like that sear that I'm going to get. Um, and it's just, it's, it's good to me. Like, it's just fucking a good, easy, easy meal. Oh yeah. I mean, something different too than, you know, just your normal, you know, backyard burger. Yep. And you can do the same thing with like chicken meatballs. Um, it really just opens the, uh. It opens that uh, that Pandora's box to other things. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. You got the wheels turning, dude. I'm I'm definitely gonna look into that for sure. Start. You get, you're like, okay, cool. Maybe I can move this, do that. Yep, yep, yep. And that, <laughs> that you know, it's 
It's so much fun. It's like anything you can make in an oven, you can make on a cooker. So we started playing around with that kind of stuff. My wife likes to bake a little bit, so we started playing around with that. We've done like, you know, uh, pop, like homemade Pop-Tarts on the egg. It it, work, it works awesome. Um, I bake a lot of bread in them. Uh, we do biscuits, you know, all that kind of shit. And it adds just that little bit of smoke flavor, and it just it takes really, really well. Yeah, ba- bacon is not really my forte. That's uh, more of my my wife does a lot of baking and and she's I'm not a baker, dude. You were, I am believe me, not a baker. That's a uh, that's like that is directions. That is a recipe you have to follow in most mm-hmm. cases. You know. No, and, absolutely. Um and I, I I'm I'm going to quote one of my buddies. Um he he said it very very nicely. He goes Baking is a science. Cooking is an art. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's like... Very good way to look at it. He's like, when you're a baker, he's like, you are a fucking mad scientist. That is what you are. And you you know this, 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 doom, boom, done. He's like, when you are a chef or a cook, he's like, you're an artist. He's like, because you're going to try to push the boundaries. Yeah, right. Most scientists don't really try to push boundaries. You know what I mean? They kind of stick in... And I'm not saying all scientists, but I'm saying like when you're when you're developing something, you you need to keep to a routine. Otherwise, you don't get you don't get results start to vary. And it's like, well, why are they varying? Oh, it's because we kind of did this. The you know, you know, we went off the beaten path. And it's like, well, you can't go off the beaten path because we need good results. Right. But when even the the environment you bake in, I mean that that can swing oh. a, a cook bad. You know, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Um, a buddy of mine who owns a pizza uh, a pizza school here, they actually have a room that can mimic any environment in the like in the world. Oh my god, that's crazy! So he can be like, I need this much moisture in the air. That you know what I mean, like all this crazy shit. So he can say like, cool, this pizza dough is gonna raise or rise like it's going to in Italy because wow. the moisture, everything is like correct. And he's like, I can do all this in this room. And I'm like, you're a mad fucking scientist, bro. Right. <laughs> like, that is, that is, that is next level. Like, <laughs> that's sure. what that is to me. Like, you're a mad scientist. Yeah. Probably turns out some good product though, for sure. Oh, dude. He's ruined pizza. <laughs> like, he's, he's ruined pizza. Damn. Like... I we went to a pizza place. There's like two places I really like Neapolitan pizzas. I like brick oven, you know, super fast. It, it it's what I really enjoy. And right. um he's he's ruined them for me. Like we went to a pizza place. I tried the pizza and I'm like it's just not that good. And I started like breaking down the pizza and my wife's like you're not Leo, stop. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm not trying to be, I'm like, but his pizza's just so good. Like, I'm, I'm like, this one just doesn't have, you know, whatever. And I understand, you know, I understand how pizza ovens work. I did get, um, we did a pizza pop-up, which was so much fun. Um, and I got to learn a shit ton about pizza ovens, how they work, um, how you want to cook in them and all that stuff. Not to mention like hanging around with Leo He's taught me so much, uh, 
and um, if you guys look him up, it's Ask Leo Pizza on Instagram. He's he's a fantastic dude. Go everyone, go message him and say hi to him. Uh, right, <laughs> he'll right, love it. Yeah. But like raising the bar. Yeah, he'll love it. Uh, but he's he's just one of those like one of those dudes like he teaches. You know what I mean? He wants to teach. So I've learned so much from him, and I like looked at the I looked at the pizza oven, and the guy was really just he was in. He was standing in, like, not standing inside the pizza oven, but he had, like, his hands in there for a real long time. And he was really able to stay, like, in the mouth of the pizza oven for a very long time. And I'm like, dude, that oven's not hot enough. Right, right. And, and like, Amanda's like, you think so? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, that oven's not hot enough. I'm like, if it was the temperature that it should be, he would have a really hard time sitting there that long and not sweating you know what i mean because he didn't look like he was like like it was you know when you're working with fire and you're over it you can work with it in a, in a way but you're gonna show it you know what i mean you're gonna be like i you're gonna show heat you know what i mean your body's gonna try to cool you down and it, it just wasn't looking that way and then i kind of like looked in and i was like man that fire's not big enough I'm like there's too many embers it, it, it's just it's not it's not like a roaring fire like it needs to be and i i think they're i think they just weren't they weren't cranking that pizza oven hot enough and i yeah. i think it the other thing was they were throwing too big a splits in so they weren't catching fire fast enough to really give that heat yeah because those things i mean like they get up they get up there like oh yeah they're i mean hell you're cooking a pizza and what like Five, ten minutes at the most, you know. I mean, some of them are faster. Yeah, that's like yeah, that's crazy. I think we were doing when we were doing our pizza pop up. I think our pizzas were coming out every like two minutes, two to two two and a half minutes. Oh wow! Okay. And they were done. Yeah. Yeah, that's a uh, you know they were quick. Yeah, no doubt. And uh, it it was just. It was great. <laughs> it, they, they were just phenomenal pizzas. And, I mean, we had a lot of fun because we, we did barbecue pizzas. So we did a brisket pizza, which Man. was just awesome. Yeah. And then we did a pulled pork and mac and cheese pizza. Damn. And it was just, oh, it, they, they ruined pizza. They ruined pizza right. for me. They just I ruined didn't. it. You know, <laughs> like you said, it's definitely an art, man. That's when you get when you get pizza and you like. My buddy Matt also has a place up in uh, North Shore of Chicago. Uh, they're called Grateful Bites. If you're in the if you're in the area, make sure you go check them out. Um, that dude slings some badass pies, also, and uh, he, he those two guys have ruined pizza for me. Like. <laughs> I'm like, I hate you guys. I can only eat your pizza because that's right. the only pizza that I deem acceptable now. <laughs> yeah. Can't really move too far away from those guys, I guess. Yeah. Or I just got to bring them with. Like, hey, guys, gotta move go, with yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> so being from Louisville, I mean, you guys have a, a pretty healthy barbecue scene down there. Do you do, – would you say that – it's a little bit more competitive and that draws you even more into barbecue. Uh, yeah, it's, um, you know, we're still 
you know, it's, it's, it's pork here. Um, you know, if you go west, uh, like in Owensboro, it's, um, it's mutton, um, land, or, I'm sorry, sheep. And, um, but yeah, I mean, as far as there, like on my, on the main drag by my house, there's, there's like three or four place barbecue places, just all within, I would say like five miles of each other, dude. It's, it's definitely catching on. And, uh, there's definitely a lot of competition out here. Yeah. I mean, that's fantastic though. Oh yeah. No, it's a, you know, I, I love trying new, you know, when a new place pops up, I definitely show them some love and, um, you know, I, I just, um, just kind of want to do my own thing and, you know, see how I can hang with those guys. What would you say is the hardest part about being near barbecue restaurants? The hardest part about being, um, I guess, uh, I guess standing out, you know, there's, um, you know, you definitely have to, uh, every, every, every cook has to be, uh, you know, your best cook, you know, or at least, uh, you got to bring your A game every time for sure. Well, you know what they say, you're only as good as your last cook. No, oh, yeah, no, no, don't, no, I, I definitely believe that. <laughs> that, that's one of the things that I think people, um, think are underrated when it's like, man, no, you know, I've been cooking, I'm really good, and they try resting on stuff, and it's like, yeah, you're only as good as the last one. Right, no, and like every time, you know, I'll, I'll cook something for somebody, and you know, they'll, you know, they'll, they'll compliment it, and you know, they'll, they'll say it, and I always try to, I always try to find, yeah, you know, it was good, but next time I'm gonna do this, and see if I can't get a better result, and it's, it's, it's like that all the time. Well, Hello? yep, yep. I thought oh, I lost okay. you. No, I thought uh, I lost you. I, I thought I heard the uh, lovely Skype thing go crazy, but it did not. So, what is what is your favorite style of barbecue? Uh, I like, um, uh, you know, I, I like cooking. You know, I like I like doing the ribs. I like um, I do like a vinegar. A vinegar sauce. Now, um, are you a, are you a dry dry rub guy no, for ribs, no, or no. are you a saucy dude? Uh, I'm a sauce on the side dude. I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> it, is, it can be a thing. It can be a thing. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, yeah, so like when I run my ribs, I'll uh, I'll run them unwrapped. Uh, I like a little pool, and um, you know, I definitely uh, definitely sauce on the side kind of person. Um, I'm you know big baster. Uh, I use bourbon and. Um, apple cider vinegar and a few other things and you know i, I uh I kind of oh get God, down that way shot. yeah oh right 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 yeah <laughs> no, uh, no shortage here <laughs> I, I don't know if you can find humans in kentucky that don't drink bourbon can you do, do, do uh, they you know if you do they're probably lying about being from kentucky i'm just wondering if they exist you know what i'm saying like i feel like they probably don't and uh <laughs> <laughs> right. No, it's a uh, you can't you can't go you can't go too far without seeing bourbon or or tasting bourbon. <laughs> yep. I mean that's what you guys are known for down there, though, right? I mean, not just that, but there there's there's a lot of good bourbon out there. Oh yeah, I mean that's it's it's where it's where it's the birthplace. I mean it's yeah yeah. I have, I have some other friends that live down there too, and they're always like, "You got to come down. We'll show you the bourbon." I'm like, oh. Of course you will. <laughs> like, what else yeah. would you show me? Yeah, my uh, my mom and dad actually live down in Barstown, and their their house actually overlooks uh, a couple of the distilleries down there. 
got plenty of friends that work here and um dude, it's it's a uh, it's definitely a uh a staple for sure oh absolutely dude i want to say thank you so much for coming on the podcast hanging out with us and chatting barbecue i like to end this show in a very nice way if you could go back in your barbecue journey and give yourself three tips to shorten that barbecue learning curve what would those three tips be oh wow um i guess the first one right well yeah it's a thinker (laughs) i guess really the first one um i would have uh probably made myself more uncomfortable early on and what i mean by that is if i see something like a a cook or something that was kind of intimidating uh, i kind of shy away from it but i you know i would have pretty much just jumped in um and just you know tried new stuff a lot sooner and um just getting myself out of that comfort zone and and really start you know just just owning it and um, getting better at it a lot sooner um i guess the second one I I would have probably uh I'd probably reach out to people more um you know if I had questions and things like that um you know don't be scared to ask because that's the thing about you know like we talked about earlier man people that are involved in barbecue imagine you know they they love to they love to talk barbecue so um, definitely would have done that and you know the third one probably um you know don't take this shit too seriously it's it's barbecue. Like we're not, we're not saving, you know, we're not curing diseases or anything right now. Um, you know, that's, that's probably the three things that I would have probably, uh, probably helped me along. I mean, those are some great tips there. I mean, there are a, there are no wrong answers. B, those are some great tips for people that are probably listening that maybe, you know, ju- just starting out in their barbecue journey. Yeah, I mean, this, and uh, you know, truth be told, I, um, I actually cooked my first brisket um, on Sunday, and you know, I could, you know, told a couple of buddies like, "Hey, I'm gonna tackle my first brisket," and you know, they're all like, "Oh man, are you nervous? Are you?" You know, I was like, "No, nah, it's this barbecue, man. I mean, if I mess up, I there's always I still pizza. Have brisket, you know, yeah." <laughs> it, 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 it was actually, I mean, it it actually came out pretty good. <laughs> oh, dude, congrats! Yeah, yeah. Congrats on that one. I mean, I remember my first brisket. It was god fucking awful. <laughs> and, and the worst is we were all drunk. Oh well, there you go. <laughs> well, you, you know, we we kind of we kind of messed up. We decided that um, we were gonna start drinking when the brisket went on. <laughs> oh yeah. And that that's when I was. We were still doing it all low and slow. And uh, yeah, oh wow, it wasn't yeah, you're a good prime. idea. It was not a good idea. We started drinking at like nine forty-five in the morning. Oh wow, that is a uh, we yeah. That's like, definitely not a. We went like <laughs> we we did like a thirteen-hour cook. It was like thirteen or fourteen hours, and then it rested. So I mean, we were gone. And <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> by the time we pulled that, we were all just. We were all we were all good to go, like we were good. <laughs> That's awesome, though. Hey, <laughs> made a memory, if anything. <laughs> exactly, man. Once again, thank you so much for coming on the show. If you could do us one last favor, can you please tell everyone where they can follow your barbecue journey on the internet? Yeah, and dude, hey, I really want to thank you first and foremost for just you know having me on. Um, Instagrams, Will Max BBQ, all one word. Facebook, same thing. 
I have a YouTube channel, um, not much on it, so but it is the same thing, Will Max BBQ, one word. And um, I'm actually a uh, brand ambassador for Mad Raccoon Barbecue uh, uh, rubs and sauces. So you can check out some of my cooks at uh, Mad Raccoon BBQ, all one word, too, on Instagram. Fantastic, dude. Well, once again, thank you so much, and we will talk to you soon. All right, brother. Later. Man, dude, that was fantastic.